0: Welcome to Fred Wings Podcast, where Smashville and Hockey Town collide. And now your hosts, Brett and Ron White, and D-Law, Dan Lawless. Welcome to Fred Wings Podcast, episode 72 Uh, you can get us on social media uh, Predwings Podcast on Facebook Discord, Instagram and we're at Predwings Pod on X and YouTube and you can always email us at Predwings Podcast at gmail.com again no beer league minute this week um No Thursday game, obviously. Uh, So uh, if you've got any little uh, tidbits you want to mention before you roll right into your uh, recaps. No,
1: nothing. uh, I mean, nothing too crazy on my end. I mean, just a typical day today. I find out about surgery tomorrow.
0: Means no hockey
1: then. Well, possibly. Possibly. It's going to it's going to set me back. We'll leave it like that. That sounds pretty good, right? That sounds like hockey talk.
0: Yeah, kind of like
1: the wings. Yeah, what about the wings?
0: Setting back. Going no. backward.
1: No, I don't I don't agree with that.
0: I know the preds did a couple games, but we'll get into that a little bit later.
1: Um Well, we can get into the Wings. you want me to just kick off the Wings?
0: Might as well.
1: Okay. So, the Wings came out, I had said multiple times that it was a must-win game for the Red Wings in New York to try to get that little bit of a, you know, to kickstart their, their push here. And, you know, which we can get into later on a little bit deeper, but uh, with the new addition of Patrick Kane, you know we need to get into form and and hit it quick, because now is a good time to to win some games back and stay in the playoff. You know in the playoff watch here. Uh, but anyways, uh, going into MSG, the Wings actually I thought came out played pretty well. They gave up the first goal, uh, wasn't you know wasn't a it wasn't a bad goal. Um, you know Detroit played I thought very well. And they rebounded quick after the goal they got. You know, Sider and Fabry had two quick goals there, and um, Siders actually came on the power play. So Detroit led for you know a good portion of this this period after not having any goals scored in the first. So Detroit looked good. Their tempo was good. They were getting into the zone. It was just it was a well played game by Detroit, and then in the third they just they couldn't hold up. Uh, New York just brought it to them, and you know they had, you know, two relatively quick goals and jumped ahead of Detroit and and took the took the win. It wasn't a bad loss, and I I look at this and I think about how I just get done saying, you know, it's a must win for Detroit. I thought that was a good hard battled game against what I would say is the best team in the NHL. The Rangers they just keep finding a way to win games. And I'm not going to take away from the Rangers at all. I mean, they put 41 shots on goal, and Husso actually had a phenomenal game. He looked very good. He looked like he was confident, and he just played very well. So, overall, I thought Detroit played played pretty well. Um, you know, as I, I thought it was a good game to come out of. Um, unfortunately, you, you know, you always want that W, but oh, well. It is what it is. Can't deal with that. Got to move on. Next, we get a game in Chicago or playing Chicago at home. Uh, You know, there was hope. People are hoping that Kane would start that game, but they're pushing it out. They're they're going to let him go when he's ready. You're more on. But um, Detroit comes out and they just played a solid three three periods of hockey. I mean, they just they never let off the gas. At all, it was just you know it was it was go time. So, the Wings played played a hard game. <clears throat> two good two two good quick goals uh, uh, by Detroit J T Confer and Robbie Fabry. Um, and I, I have to recant something I said last week. I have to eat my words. I, I should have paid more attention. I've been too much in football mode. But Connor looks very good. Like he's still a little. I don't want to say hesitant or skittish because he played a really good game against Detroit. He created a lot of opportunities. He was just smooth. I mean, this this kid's a real deal. He's gonna he's gonna be good. Um, but he had an assist on on Reichel's goal uh, in the first period. But Detroit comes out in the second, scores another quick two goals. Uh, ben Sherratt and JT Comfer, I want to say it was like fifty. 50 seconds or 53 seconds apart Uh, but it was very very quickly scored so that jumped Detroit up to a four to one lead gave him a nice little cushion and then in the third period Robbie Fabry you know he cashes it in gets a power play goal and Detroit in this game they had two power play goals their power play starting to wake up they're looking more comfortable the puck movement is quick and controlled it's not erratic and desperate it looks good their power play looks really good and that was a good game for detroit to come in and um you know build some of that confidence and you know this is a this is a team that you can tell played a top tier team that's why it was such a good loss in in the rangers like i don't want to say it's a good loss but a, a well played you know you you just it didn't go your way but they go they play against chicago and they just look dominant and and very good team. Now we go into Montreal. Um, very tough place to play, but Detroit comes out and they get a three nothing lead right out of the first. Valeno gets a goal. He's he's playing on the first line right now, and it's actually looking pretty good. I think he fits in. His speed is is really needed on that line. I mean, he's really turned his two way two way game. You know, he'll, he'll come back, and he actually plays pretty good back check. So, Valeno, much-deserved goal. Um, and then Christian Fish, Fisher gets his second of the season, and Daniel Sprong gets his sixth. I thought he played a, a really good game, and I thought, you know, I just feel like he's kind of coming on and playing it, you know, he's a solid fourth liner. Six goals on the fourth line, I'll take it. Then Montreal comes back, and... You know, right at the end of the period, Detroit has been doing this, and I don't understand why, but I feel like the last couple of games, they've let very late period goals. Like, they just can't finish out the last minute of a period. But Barron scores uh, at the end of the first period with seven seconds left. They come out of the second, get a quick goal by Armia, but DeBrinket answers, you know, 50 seconds later. So he, that was actually his... Oh, no. Yeah, that was his 200th goal. So, or 2,000th goal. Or I don't know, point. I forget what it is. Uh, 200th goal. That's what it was. He got his 200th goal. Um, But then in the third, it was just, it was all Montreal. Detroit just, they could not finish this out. And with four minutes to go, they ended up tying it 4-4 and causing it to go into overtime. Now, that's just a point that you don't want to give to Montreal. It was avoidable. You just have to finish out the game. And they just slowed down. And the real gut, gut wrench of it is Gustav Lindstrom actually scored the goal. And I'm sure, D-Law, do you remember that name being talked about in the last couple of years?
0: Uh, what name was that?
1: Gus Lindstrom. Not Lindstrom. Oh. Lindstrom.
0: Um,
1: he played defense for Detroit.
0: Nick Lidstrom?
1: No, Gus Lidstrom.
0: You mean we- Gus Nyquist?
1: Oh my god! Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know there was a
0: Gus Lidstrom.
1: That's weird because we've talked about it on previous episodes. But I don't Yes, remember. he came from Detroit and he was playing down with Laval and came up. He was called up due to injuries, and. He ends up scoring against his old team, the game tying goal. But luckily, there's a lot of that
0: going around lately. Well, luckily,
1: the gritty scores on scores in overtime. Early, quick, Bing Bang, done.
0: Wait a minute, Gritty's a gritty's a mask guy. I didn't know they could score.
1: Yeah, Jake Wallman, he, he does <laughs> that grit. He does the gritty. He does the gritty. But that's it. You know, I thought, I, I think this game scared me a little bit because you play very good against a powerhouse number one team in the NHL. You come out and you piss-pound Chicago. Now you're playing Montreal, and you allow them to crawl back from, you know, a 3 nothing lead to tie it up and go 4-4 into overtime. You give up a point. You don't want to do that in, in the division. But they give it up. They get the win. You know, that's that's obviously better than a loss. But it's, you just don't want to give easy easy points up. They just have to. I hope they don't get in this predicament where they're not able to finish games out. Because I, I feel like that's been pretty prevalent over the last few seasons. But it's getting better. But that's all I have on the the Detroit front. So if you want to hit it with Nashville, it's all-
0: well, it started all good. Um, they're con- you know they're when we last left they're on a a uh, little bit of a win streak. Um, so that brings and my first game is the uh, Jets. Busy week, so I haven't really been able to watch the replay and, and my games. So I'm kind of slacking, but Preds ended up with a nice 3-2 win against the, the Jets. Um, they actually had a, you know, got out to a 3-0 lead. Uh, Nyquist, uh, who we just talked well, sort of, uh, he he scored another goal, I mean, a power play goal. He's only, only his third goal, but he's usually been getting assists. Uh Trenton stays hot. Yossi, yeah, that was his fourth goal. Um, so they had a 3 nothing lead. And, you know, lately they've been blowing leads. So, um, well, they almost blew it. Uh, Jets came back in the third period, scored a couple goals, but the Preds held on. Um, they got out shot. Uh, in this game. Uh, Second period, they only had, Preds only had four shots on goal. Uh, Probably why they didn't score. Uh, Actually, they scored two goals in the second period. So, 50%, not too bad, I guess. So, I guess you better, uh, and they were 50% on the power play. So, the power play's starting to get a little bit back on track. Um, So... Well, that'll move us into the next game. Um, again, it's kind of had troubles with before uh, the Penguins come into town. Um, for some reason, the Penguins seem to own, own the Predators, but, uh, well, they, Predators, uh, the Predators continue their win streak. They held on. Uh, actually, they get an overtime win, a 3-2 Uh that the Predators actually jumped out to two nothing lead once again, uh, McCarran both goals, and uh, Nyquist has an assist on McCarran's first. That's his, so he's got thirteen. Forsberg had an assist on McCarran's second, so he's got fifteen assists. And then, uh, well, Milken scores in the second, and then uh, Rust uh, tied it up, but then Forsberg. Uh fourteen seconds in overtime. A nice I actually saw the replay of this game this goal. Uh it was a nice little snapshot. Uh that was his twelfth goal. Uh no power plays actually in this game. Or actually no, they're oh, okay. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, there was power plays. Prize were all for three. Penguins are all for two. So I guess a pellet killing uh and this game was really good um the, you know the again they get, got outshot got out shot 31 25 but you know overtime uh, one shot and that's all they needed um but you know Pry- looks like the penguins do- dominated in the second period out shooting them 14 to 8 um but third period looked kind of even um but uh who is the goaltender for the uh oh Nycos was third star. Um I assume Soros played in that. Um Sar- for the uh uh yeah, Soros he had Soros had thirty one twenty nine saves on thirty one shots, so I guess that's not too bad. Um, so then uh, they take their little win streak on the row, or actually, it's uh, uh, another home game. Uh, this one against the Minnesota Wild. Um, and I, I, I might be jumping the gun, you know, kind of. I know we are got to talk about this in the NHL News segment, but uh, do you remember the name? Uh, Heinz John Hines.
1: no never heard or, of him was it,
0: was it... <laughs> uh, he comes he uh, got hired by the Wild um, so I guess I'm a, I, I'm kind of okay. jumping the gun but it's Fred, Fred's related in my recap so um, the Wild fired who was their coach I can't remember who the coach was they fired the coach and then they brought in Heinz and actually that was not the first game um this was not the first feat for, uh debut for the Wild against Predators uh that was his second straight victory um so the second second game uh that he's coached for the Wild and well, he's obviously returned to to Nashville um <laughs> Ugly, ugly game for the Predators. They they dropped to six to one. I don't know. You know, and the Wild aren't doing very good. Um, I guess. Well, I guess that's what happens when when they get a coaching change. You know, coaching change, you get a new coach, and then they start winning. So, I don't know. Um, again, Preds got outshot thirty one twenty seven. I just. 0 oh, for 4 on the power play. So, other than the Winnipeg Jets game, their power plays struggling again. I'm not sure why. You know, I thought it was getting back on track. Uh, the Wild, theirs wasn't much better. I mean, they were 1 for 4, so... But, I mean, they jumped out to that 5 nothing lead, and, I mean, it wasn't even close. Parson got the only goal. It was a, a tip-in. Um... It just uh, looks like Dewar, Dewar, D-E-W-A-R, he got a hat trick. Um, that's He's only got five goals and three of them against, came against the, uh, in this game against the Predators. So, um, you know, just, I guess we just need to move on from this game. They didn't really, I mean, they didn't really move on. I mean, I, they moved on, but, you know, they had the Rangers coming in um on a Saturday night. Um and you know, another another blown leads. Uh Predators jumped out to two nothing two nothing lead uh, uh lead Ryan O'Reilly's eleventh and then Yossi. So Yossi's starting to get back on track. Nyquist adds another assist on Yossi's goal. O'Reilly also an assist on that, so he's he's stepping turning it up, he has got so he got 11 goals and 10 assists. And then uh, the Rangers got one and then, you know, Predators jumped out to another two-goal lead on, on Sisson's goal. So they had two two-goal leads and then they just fell flat on their face. It was just a bad loss, another bad loss, two in a row. Four to three, they dropped this one, didn't even get a point. Power play again, one for four. Uh, the Rangers—they only had two opportunities, but they—they they were fifty percent. Um, but they actually outshot the Rangers forty-one to twenty-seven, and he only had three goals on forty-one shots. They—they can't—they couldn't have been very high-quality shots. I mean, yeah, you're putting forty-one shots on the goal, but. If
1: you, to score.
0: if you have 41 shots, you better have more than three goals. I mean, the Rangers had 27 and they had four goals. So, and just look at the percentage there. Um, but it just, they, they need to move on from this game as well. Um, no yeah, just, you but it's, take the, you can't take the
1: they run. had they're, two,
0: they're two team. They had two, two goal leads. So they, another blown lead. And, I mean, they didn't have a lead against Minnesota because they just, I don't think they showed up for that game. Um But uh they just they had a six-game wing streak. I guess it has to end sometime. So, and that's, you know, I that's, think the
1: Preds are playing pretty decent lately.
0: Well, other than those two setbacks, they just, you know, they got some big games coming up. Um so they need. They just need to get over these two losses. They can't make these. Can't make these two losses. Uh, jump, move into like three, four, five. Um, you know, they just they they they. I thought they found a way to win. You know, with this six game wing streak, but um, I don't know. I I, I guess. I mean. I I guess they're doing better than I probably thought they would. I mean they're five hundred. Um it, it's six in the league, six in the division. So it's not like overachieving like some teams are in the division, which we'll get to later. But
1: I think they're I think they'll I, be fine. I
0: don't know. I know it's early, what is it, uh twenty twenty four games a season, so that's not even that's uh about a quarter it's about a, yeah it's 82 games. Yeah, it's about a quarter of the season in now so I mean if you get well they're getting to see they, so they got 24 points in 24 games so I guess that's I mean that that's a point of game so I, I guess I mean you keep doing them, but then again if, if, you, if you average a point of game it's only 82 points in the season, and that's not going to make the playoffs. But, I mean, they're probably not going to make the playoffs anyway, but... Well, you
1: don't know that. No, not. They're kind of in this rebuild mode of, it's okay. I think they're getting a lot of production out of their young guys. And that's, that's a very positive sign when you're in this position that you're in.
0: I guess it's good for the future. Um, I, I, you know, I... <sighs> I don't want to write them off because, you know, every season, you know, every, every year, everybody's got a chance to win the Cup. Obviously, sometimes it's not realistic like Chicago or or uh, San Jose because they're so far back. But you never know. They could get on a hot streak and, you know, who knows. But um, it's just... <sighs> I guess you just got to look at the future, you know, and and they're starting and they're kind of, you know, they know the six game winning streak and they're scoring goals. at least some of them are O'Reilly is a veteran. He's teaching, he's really good with the youngsters. Um, As far as, you know, the the Predators, uh, the media has been saying. um, So he's working with the youngsters. So um, he knows what it takes to win because he's got a cop. Uh, at least one. I mean, he might even have two. I uh, he's got at least one with the blues. Yeah, I don't know if they um, the
1: point yet, but I mean, it's but, nice to have that presence in the locker room. And,
0: but I mean, it, I guess you just look down the future in the next three, two, three, four years, if they can keep these young players and, you know, maybe they'll grow into a 30, 40 goal scores. I mean, I don't expect them to get 20 goals, you know, this season, but you know, they know what it takes to win obviously with this little bit of one streak, but they also know what it takes to lose. So uh, you can win all you want, but I mean, it doesn't really teach you, you have to lose and this, this probably sounds stupid, but you have to lose to learn how to win. I, I, I don't know if I'm making any, even any sense. Um, Cause you know, they know obviously when you win, you know what you're doing, right? But you, you got to lose to know, it's like, okay, what did I do wrong? And you look at video and pra- you practice and, okay, so, and, you know, next time you're in that situation or, you know, bl- how many blown leads have they had this season? And it's like, I mean, but, I mean, obviously, that, you know then again you look at it this time how many phone leads have they had it's like you think they'd learn it's like oh we were in the situation before and they don't seem to correct it so i don't know i mean obviously they didn't really it's a coaching
1: thing. they they, they them younger so
0: i mean but then again they had that they had a lead in against Winnipeg and they almost blew it but they held on so they I mean, I guess games like that you need to figure out, okay, we had a lead we almost blew up, but we figured out how to win a game so uh, yeah, I I guess I'm just rambling on and I just, I, I gotta look at the big picture, I, yeah, I wanted to win now, but they're not winning the cup this year, so maybe I yeah, yeah. I mean, I want them to make the playoffs, but I know they're not going to win the cup. But I mean, then again, if you make the playoffs, you know, any everybody, if you make the playoffs, you got a chance. Think, like every, but,
1: the Predators haven't really gone in any waves yet. Like if you really look at it, they've been somewhat competitive every year that they've been around, pretty much. Maybe not so much in the first season or two, um, but they've never had that. Like, oh my God, our our team is our organization is a dumpster fire i mean the red wings had their dead wing eras where the the new owner which was the illich family comes in and they were like well we got to figure out how to put people's behinds in seats let's start giving away vehicles we'll, we'll go buy a vehicle we'll give it away in the second period intermission so detroit was a dumpster fire you build up through draft. You keep drafting, 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 drafting. And then finally those guys blossom. And that's when you start cherry picking from, you know, different other teams and trades and free agents. Obviously back then it was whoever has the biggest checkbook and everyone fled to that team. So that helped you try to get some good, good seasons in and, and win some cups. But, you know, Detroit had to go down in those gullies to get up to the mountains. Like, it was just you had those ups and down seasons. The Predators, I feel like, have never done that. Like, Detroit's coming out of one now. We've been a dumpster fire. We had to get rid of a coach. We got rid of a GM. Like, we hit rock bottom again. We bring in a new GM. You know, we're slowly growing each and every year. And now we're starting to get some free agents. Like, the big, the names are getting bigger and bigger as they come over. You know, the first year Eisenman was here, we had, like, Stevens. We had, um, I, I can't even think of his name with the long hair. Um, oh, my gosh, I can't even think of his name. But now we're bringing in players like Confer and spear and now Patrick Kane, like, the names are getting bigger and bigger. Our team is growing and, and kind of going on the rise again. And again, I go back to it. Nashville has never really been down in the pits where you're like almost out of it before the season even starts. I don't feel like I ever have felt that way. with Nashville.
0: They've only had, I think they've only had one number one pick. And that was that was actually they know they it wasn't a number one pick it was a number two pick it was the it was actually the expansion year or was it the expansion? Yeah, it was the expansion year, and that that was David Leguan. and he was a number two pick. Uh, I believe it was. I believe you're, you're right don't had an m one pick that year. I think. I have no idea. I can't. But I, I can't. I'm not even sure why the Preds didn't. Because they were an expansion team. I mean, obviously they had the expansion draft, but then in the regular draft, I'm not sure because they didn't. They didn't. They didn't have a lottery at that time.
1: Right, but you're solidifying what I'm saying. That, you know, if you're down in the valley, you know, you start getting those draft picks. Then you start working your way out of the swamps, and you know, heading up to the mountaintop. Like y- you have to have your down years where you're getting some picks. I feel like Nashville's like always right in the middle. They finish in the middle. They draft in the middle. They finish in the middle. They draft in the middle. They finish in the middle. They draft in the middle. I I kind of like I I, I kind of like Trotz selling off everybody. I mean, he's kind of started to do that. Sell everybody. Sell the house. Get rid of it. I mean you gotta rip the band-aid off at some point.
0: Yeah. Uh, so let's see, real quick. Yeah, it was think? what do you think it, though? Um, yeah, so David Legwin was the second pick. Um, and that was let's see other and then the the next highest pick was a six six pick number six in so nineteen ninety nine they picked a goalie and then
1: do you have any comment about what I just said
0: I'm just look uh, no I guess I guess not I I just I'm I'm just looking at the highest pick they've ever had was number two they've had number six a few times Um, and I think that was actually the highest Or the lowest i guess um so i actually sass Jones was number four pick um uc saros was actually a 99th pick a route fourth round and he's a starter um and then uh once well, they picked Askarov, that was a lot. Le- that he, he was the eleventh pick in round one. So yeah, they didn't. The highest, they, you know, Dave Laglan was the highest or the lowest, whatever you want to say, at number two. But they never had a number one pick, and they've only had one number four pick and a few, quite a few, number six. So. Uh, most of them are, were in the 20s. Um, so that, I guess that means for the most part, they've been doing pretty good. They haven't really, they had, actually, I don't even think they've, since they've had the draft lottery, which was what, one of the institute that, was that like 2010 or something or somewhere on in there? It was in the 2000s, but I'm not sure exactly when they started the draft lottery. Um, but since they started the draft lottery, they've never been in the lottery. Even last year. Because they had like the 15th pick. But uh, enough of that. Actually, you know, I uh, I don't mean to put you on the spot because I know you obviously don't have one, but. Um, we haven't had a rant room in a long time, so um, I don't know if you want to like. Yeah, I, I guess we'll find out in the coming, you know, weeks or whatever, and if you know when you want to get back, if you if we want to uh, reintroduce that. I mean, obviously not tonight, but um, work but again. <laughs> And the Predators.
1: <laughs> the rat room's going to be on D-Law.
0: Oh, boy. Um, so I guess we can move right into the, some of the NHL news stories, injuries, fine suspensions. I, I think we we'll could just group all those into the into the one uh, segment um, instead of kind of jumping them around. Um, I kind of touched on this when It was Dean. Uh, Dean? It was Everson. Um, he was the one that was fired from Minnesota <clears throat> and uh, you had mentioned they brought Heinz in um, so uh, I don't know if you want to touch on uh, the Perry, Corey Perry situation in Chicago
1: I have to be honest I found the whole thing kind of hilarious I'm not going to lie What do you think?
0: I don't know what to think about that. Um, They obviously don't want him. No, no, no. They put him on waivers.
1: The stories behind why he was like.
0: I actually haven't heard any stories. Other other than the stories. I haven't really seen any.
1: Oh, my God. Do you watch the NHL?
0: not lately i can tell busy life
1: i can tell so you're just here as a bag of hot air so here's here's what they say one of the things they had said was was that Corey perry was having sexual relations with connor bedard's mother melanie and the team thought that was crossing the line and disgusting, and had to release Corey Perry.
0: Well, I mean, yes. how old? Are, how old? I mean,
1: it doesn't matter. But that circulated the internet like wildfire.
0: I didn't hear and that it about that. The
1: Dard rattled. <laughs> well, he rattled. He had a He's scoring goals. Yeah, but I mean, how do you, I mean, we're talking about a rumor about Corey Perry sleeping with your mother.
0: Isn't she married?
1: It doesn't, yeah, I'm not sure. I would say yes.
0: I, I Maybe it's just a rumor. I don't know. They, it, I, it I, was. <laughs>
1: Supposedly what ended up happening was Corey Perry, like, grabs someone's butt, like a staff or something. Kind of an arse so pie. And other staff. But that was, that was, oh. what I had read was what came out, so. But yeah, rather, rather interesting. And the rumors are circulating that uh, Mr. Holland has put in a request to talk to Mr. Perry. So, keep your ears well, out. He, he might be heading
0: a <laughs> he might be heading to Edmonton. Better hide Counter McTerry, Counter McTerry's
1: That's really, right. Oh, that was going on out there. You yeah, know, when I read that too. How'd your wife? how'd
0: your kids? Okay. Well, I guess uh, we it can only go up from here. <laughs> Well you uh, right? So um, yeah, I know you kinda touched on us in your recaps last week about Hartman. Um but he was suspended two games. Um and he's had uh, he's had two other suspensions. Um so I don't know why he only got two games. Um and they were both for slew footing. Yeah, was, that
1: was and, obvious.
0: And he was fined six times. For footing, or I don't know, might have been a sleep winning, At least fine six times, but he he had two other suspensions for footing. So I mean, he's obviously this is at least his third time. Right. Um, so, yeah. Um, so I'm sure he's sure he's for, served those suspensions. And what else do we have in the fine category? Um, Ross, <clears throat> Ross Colton, didn't he used to be in Tampa Bay?
1: Uh, yeah, he was.
0: Uh, he's now in Colorado. He was fined five thousand, which is the maximum under the CBA <clears throat> for a dangerous trip. I didn't see it, so I can't comment. Um, I don't know if it was a <laughs> foot incident or they just called a dangerous trip. Uh, it happened against the Anaheim Ducks, who actually beat colorado in that game um leo carlson not to be confused with william carlson <laughs> um it happened late in the third period or was it early at 324 the third period so like that, that might actually that might have been early, early right um and he and he was a penalty so i'm kind of wondering <clears throat> um if he was a penalty and it was really a dangerous trip, um, I don't see a video of it. Um, why was he only fined and not? He must not have a history, all I can think of um, why why he didn't get at least one game suspension. Um, but he must not have a he must not have a history. It doesn't it doesn't say if he has one or not um it doesn't say if he has history so he probably doesn't um that's probably why and I think
1: I don't think there's any more
0: I think that's it for the fines uh, injuries we've
1: got Alex newhook um he'll be out ten to twelve weeks took kind of an awkward spill into the net uh last Thursday against Florida and ended up with a high ankle sprain and yeah, it sounds like it's going to put him out for, for quite a few games. Oh. It's a big setback. And with him being out, I think that's how they were able to get Gus Lindstrom up.
0: And then, uh, yeah, especially with Montreal, and they're not doing all that great. Um, so, I mean, he, Newhook, I believe, came from Colorado. I believe, or or was it, or is that a different one? I thought he was, I, I thought the new hook that was in Colorado was a defenseman, but he might have been a forward. Maybe he was a center home. Um, let me see. Yeah, actually, it's Alex yeah, I think that is the same one. Um, Yes, he played, yes, it was, he did play in Colorado. Um, He played all 82 games with Colorado last season. So, he's not going to play 82 games this season.
1: <laughs> now there was a. Uh... Oh, go ahead. Are we gonna hit the uh, oh. Pred wings ten here.
0: Uh, we I was uh, f- finish your thought. I thought you had a thought or something. I...
1: No, I was going into something else. But that is oh. after we talk about the Preds ten. Just just a trade, a couple of
0: trades that went down. We can talk. We can talk about the trades now and then.
1: Oh, okay. Did you see uh, Vancouver? acquired um Nikita zadorov from the flames <clears throat> they got him for a third round in the twenty twenty six and a fifth round in twenty twenty four so the trade market has opened Hello. Bavillier went to chicago for a fifth rounder Yeah, those are the only two big ones here.
0: I don't know if it'll open up the trade wins, but who knows? And then I'm just saying
1: like values are out there.
0: And then with Christmas coming, uh there's there's a like a freeze on I don't know, maybe that might be like in a couple weeks though. So, or maybe it's right up I think it's like a week before or something. There's like a freeze right around Christmas, I believe. Trade oh, okay. freeze it's I think it's only like a few days probably so they're not moving Traveled around, family and stuff like that um but yeah I uh I saw some that I just I just saw some that, thought that said that they were talking about Zador so they actually did trade him okay um so, I guess we can move right along into the Predwing Sun if we don't have any more trades or news or fines or any of all that good stuff. Nope. So, let's see. Um, I kind of just did mine a few minutes ago because um, I forgot about them. Um, I going to keep Vegas at the top and I got Boston move up to number two. Uh, because Boston's, you know, they're starting to get back on track. They got a three game winning streak now. Um, still on top, so, but Vegas has got a little win streak as well. So, they're so definitely the top two teams. I think the, I got the Rangers staying in third. And then I got Colorado jumping up a, a notch. Uh, and then even though they just lost to Anaheim, um, but, uh, and then I got uh, uh, Dallas. I got them moving up a couple spots. They are now in fifth. And then Carolina, I got them in sixth. They actually moved in from last week. And then I got Florida just dropping a notch there. Kinda of debating whether to put Carolina Florida on top. Good, but I think Carolina's had a few good wins. Um so I put them right on top of Florida. Kings, I got them in the same spot. Um that is seven. Or actually eighth, right? Eighth and then, and then this might be surprised. I got Arizona. Jumping into the ninth spot, just because they are pretty hot right now. They they're riding a four-game win streak. They're fourth in the division, just two points behind Winnipeg. <clears throat> and then I got uh, kind of another surprise. It might be kind of early, but I got Edmonton moving into the, into the, uh, the the ten at, at number ten. I know they're still down. In seventh in their division, but they're on a little uh, <clears throat> little win streak. They got a four game win streak. They're seven and three in their last ten. Um, and on their they're still way back. They only got nine wins. But you know, a team like Edmonton without that star power, they're starting to win now. So um, the only difference is I think their goaltending needs to get shored up a little bit because they still got more goals against than goals for. Um, so, um, we'll we'll see if they can stick around. And then, uh, <clears throat> I got Vancouver dropping out, but they're probably ha- hovering around the 10th, 11th spot. And then, I got Washington dropping out. And then, of course, the Predators, even though they had a six-game wing streak, they had a couple <clears throat> big losses. And I just wanted a uh, special mention to the Islanders. Um they're coming on a two-game win streak. Um, they're 5-2-3 and three of their last 10, so they're starting to kind of fly under the radar. Um, and then also Toronto, uh, they're starting to find their way as well. They're 6-2-2 two, two their last 10. Um, they're right behind the wings, uh, just a point behind the wings. So, And then um, <clears throat> another... Just wanted to add Anaheim. Um just be, I mean they, they they just got a huge win against Colorado. Um you know, there's they're they're just ahead of Edmonton. Um I know they're still you know, they, they ended their eight game losing streak um with the Colorado win. Um but I mean they're not obviously they're not in, in my top ten, but just kind of look, look, uh, just, just kind of keep, keep an eye on them. Kind of like in the back of your head and just don't, don't totally keep don't write them off. um, so that's my, uh, my 10.
1: I have to go with Rangers at number one. I have to, after watching them play here recently and just how they played against Detroit. I mean, they're, They're a well-rounded team. They've got all cylinders firing right now, and I'm keeping them at number one. I'm putting them at number one. Boston's going to bounce down to number two. I think they've had some bad luck here lately. I'm going to go Vegas down to number three. And then I'm going to have Colorado moving up. I I think they've really turned their game on here lately, and they've been playing really well. Keeping it in the West, I'm going to go with Vancouver. Another team that's just been hot all season, Uh, Florida. I've actually got them moving down a notch. I've got Dallas climbing up um, just after Florida. I'm going to have Detroit after Dallas. They're back in Ah! the top ten. And then I'm going to go with the Kings and Carolina. But I am going to give – now, Nashville is still a few teams below this and there's no shot at Uh-oh. Nashville. But I think Nashville's on the up and up. They're playing pretty well right now. So, I could I can I, I'll buy into your your 10th pick there. I'll buy into it for now.
0: They actually dropped out on mine. That was last week the winner 10th. Well
1: I, well, I still I still think they're in the top 10.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. They had a couple a couple bad losses there. Well, at least one bad loss to the Rangers. Um, that's a game they really should really uh should have won if they wanna be, you know, in the mix. You know. Yeah, uh, no, you know the Rangers are are a good team. They're actually tied with Boston, yeah, they're, so they're
1: a good team. you are right they're a good team.
0: But I mean, two blown leads against a team like that. I don't know. I I don't want to. I don't want to go all well into that again. I I just I'll just end it right there. Okay. <laughs> um. So we got any other other hockey stories other news stories um, um I don't see I don't really
1: nothing that any. I have
0: right now no um how about any um I haven't really been looking at the rookies uh let's see what we got for rookie uh chase here Connor Bernard obviously he's still leading with 20 points over Luke Hughes 14 uh, Cutterbadar's leading goals was 11. Marco Rossi's got eight. And uh, we mentioned Leo Carlson and that, um, uh, the uh, fine there by Colton, he's got seven goals. And then, as far as assists among rookies, Pebble Mentuka. Mentukov of uh, the Ducks, uh, he's got 12. Luke Hughes and Logan Cooley, both at 11. And, uh, uh my, my Pred uh, Luke Evangelista has got 10 and then kind is underneath him with nine. So, uh, Evangelista needs to start putting some goals up if he wants to get in the, uh, into the mix in the points. Um, so he's not even in the, uh, Oh, there he is. He's uh one, two, three, four. He's fifth in rookie points with thirteen. So he's only got two goals. Right? No ten. He's got tennis, ten assists. So he's got three goals. So he needs to start stepping it up in the goal department if he wants to catch catch him for the rookie of the year, which he, he wouldn't get anyway because don't they think don't
1: think give Pratt's
0: They don't they don't give Prat's rookie of the year even when they lead all rookies at the end of the year so um so that's it for the rookies what do we got for the admirals they won actually they lost to grand rapids four to one and then they beat grand rapids four to two that was in in milwaukee the win the win was in milwaukee the loss was in grand rapids and then they got a game coming up in milwaukee against san diego this week and then they got uh, a little road trip coming up next weekend in Iowa that's the Iowa Wild. And then uh, the week after that, there's they, they got like four game four game win four game road trip after this uh, starting next Friday the eighth. So what do we got for for the leaders for the Milwaukee Admirals? Uh, let's see Dennis Giranoff, uh he's got fifteen. And Igor Afanasia's got twelve points. And uh Mark Jankowski. He's actually inactive on their roster. I, he might I don't think he got called off, but he's got fourteen points. And he's played seventeen games. Um so that's just some of the some of the points leaders from Milwaukee this year, so just wanted to shout out to some uh, up and coming predators. I um, like I have. I don't know. He's got to be co- He's got to be close to close to coming up. I mean, I mean, obviously it would have to be an injury in, in in Nashville. But I don't know. I guess he's just down the pipeline. But that's it. That's all I got for the for the Admirals.
1: Yeah, I don't have much. Uh much Griffin's news. Hirose still leader with the, uh you know, still the goal leader. Uh, Bergren is second with assists followed by Simon Edmondson and Carter Mazur. He's making a, a run for himself. He's got three goals and five assists right now. So he's having a, a pretty good run. Um, Edmondson has 13 along with Bergren and Mazur's down with eight. So, you know some of our younger guys are starting to Sorry, I'm still start... not sure about that. What is going on with that? <coughs> Don't mind that. <laughs> that my misclass? my phone is ta- trying to talk to you. Me. Moron. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I mean it's nice to see some of these young guys getting an opportunity to um you know kind of shine here and I I think these are the guys you'll see them break the Wings roster in the next couple of years.
0: So I guess we can roll into the weekly pick. So let's see. Uh, You started with the Rangers game, Mm -hmm. the 29th. Let's see, I got that one correct. Let's see, I picked a loss, was it? Did they lose? Wings lost. Okay, and you got that incorrect. Yep. So I must've picked a loss. You did. Oh, that's right! I remember you were saying, "Change it, change it." Mm-hmm. Uh, we both got the Chicago one correct, and we both got the Montreal one correct. So that leaves me at thirteen and ten, and you're at ten and thirteen for the Wings. Yeah, I feel some so time with
1: these numbers here. So I'm don't still
0: No, I haven't touched them. So that leaves you with your. Or do you I'm want me to? Lying, folks, no, I don't. I only do the uh, correct and incorrect. Uh, so, do you want to continue? Do you want to yes, so stay I mean, that'll with that'll... leave us with the preview, your previews, and then we'll go switch back into the into the national yes, site. Do that so
1: that that'll lead us into um, Buffalo, and all rumors are saying that Patrick Kane will get his start in Buffalo. Buffalo is really struggling without the likes of Tage Thompson. And I'm gonna go to I'm going with a win I think Detroit's gonna win this um, I think they're going to continue their win streak right with San Jose at at home. I think um, with Patrick Kane I think they're I think Detroit's gonna really try to make a make a name for themselves and I'm also gonna go win with Ottawa. I think Detroit can win that game as well I'm in I'm in it. We're getting a streak. Three games
0: and then here. let's right let's see what do we got for the the eleventh is next month. Okay, so we okay, so we'll be good for that. Um, so I'm gonna call. I call me crazy. It's at Buffalo. They've kind of historic. I'll probably be wrong, even though I'm fifty six percent. But the wings seem to not. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but it just seems like they never play Buffalo good in Buffalo. Um,
1: I've only or, seen them lose
0: it, once. Well, actually, I saw them lose in, in to Joe. That was a that was a lot Joe's last season though. But I, I'm going to stick with the loss to Buffalo. Okay. I know Brian will probably be happy about that if he's not in today. But um, and then I'm gonna call a win against San Jose and Ottawa, and then the, the we should re, we should have another show before the 11th. So three games for you next week, and so that leaves us to the Pred side. Let's see the Winnipeg. We both got that incorrect. So they, yeah, I must have picked a loss on that one because they won that game. Uh, we both got the Pittsburgh one correct because, you know, they beat Pittsburgh. I don't know why I thought they were going to lose, but... And then we both got the Minnesota incorrect because we thought they were going to win. And then I we both got the Rangers correct. So we're kind of like up and down. And that leaves us... I'm 12 and 11, so I'm still over 50, i at 52%, not as good as picking the wings. And I was actually 4-0 at one time, I believe, was I 4? Yeah, to start the season. Your man, you're 10 and 13, picking the Preds. So you're right behind me, as long as you don't pick the same as me. Um but they got a game uh, here we go. It's like they, the Preds and the Wings seem like they have the same uh, schedule or like they play teams right around the same day or, or, or the next couple. Um, so they're in Buffalo. I'm going to kind of they're coming off that lose, two game losing streak, off that six game winning streak. They seem to be, they seem to play Buff, Buffalo good in Buffalo. I kind of wish I wouldn't want there, but didn't really. Um, so I'm gonna call that a win. Um, and then they then they go to Chicago on the 5th of December. <sighs> I'm gonna call that one a win. And then they're back home on the 7th to play Tampa Bay. They're gonna lose that game. And then they got the 9th, they're at Toronto. And I'm actually gonna call that one a win. I'm not sure why. And Dose is back uh, almost at the end of our show. And then uh, the 10th, that's in Montreal, and I'm going to call that one a win as well.
1: Well, if we're going all the way back to there, um, I think they're going to lose in Buffalo because I think Buffalo's going to lose to Detroit. Um, Patrick Kane's potential first game back will be in his hometown. He's going to play with pride. I think he's going to... I think he's, I think he's going to win that game, like I said, which I don't know. That comes after the Buffalo game. So I guess that doesn't matter, but I still think that, um, Buffalo, because I, th- I feel like Nashville loses the games that they should win. <laughs> I just do. I think, I think they find,
0: of course, Dose says it's going to be lost too, but he always says Fred's lose because
1: <laughs> they're losers.
0: <laughs> you missed our Fred Wigs 10. I actually had Boston. Oh, I didn't have Boston on top
1: um but chicago i think i think they can beat chicago i think chicago's got a lot of issues internally right now obviously with rumors about connor bedard's mother and Corey perry and that whole debacle i think Uh i think it's going to take a minute to get that out of the locker room so i'm going to go the win i think nashville's going to take it i do think they're going to lose to tampa bay um i i can i'll buy into the toronto win I'm not sure if they'll win that game. And Montreal, like, I feel like I should put a loss there because, again, they, the Predators lose the games that I feel like they should win. Uh, but, you know, with, with New Hook being out and Montreal just not playing great hockey, they're playing okay, I'm I'm
0: going to go with the win as well. Too bad Dose missed a, our whole show because <laughs> that about wraps it up. Um so hopefully he's hopefully he can return next week. Uh, get him on. Get 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 him talking a little I'm bit maybe about Boston. It. Um, yeah. Um, so once again, on, we're on Facebook, uh, d- the Discord, and Instagram at Predwings Podcast and X. I actually didn't say Twitter. Oh, I think I just ruined it. <laughs> X and YouTube, we at Predwings Pod, and uh, our email is PredwingsPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, thanks for tuning in to the Predwings Podcast.
1: Good night, hockey team.
0: See ya, Smashville.